Social Zoom Factor, episode 177. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. Does your current website or blog got you down? Do you need a better hosting platform to help your business zoom turbo versus speeds that are slow and holding you back? No need to look any further than our partner HostGator. Have an existing site? No worries. They can seamlessly transfer your existing site for free and have you zooming turbo in no time for as little as $4 a month. Check them out at HostGator.com and save 30% on new hosting packages using the coupon code Zoom or simply go to socialzoomfactor.com slash HostGator. The Marketing Nuts Agency helps companies transform their social and digital business from the inside out. Visit their website at www.themarketingnutswithaz.com for a client list, case studies, and some amazing free resources to get you started down the path of success. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. All right, today we are continuing this series of Welcome to the Inspiration Age. Are you ready? And just in case you're just jumping into this series, it starts at episode 170. So make sure you go back and listen to those first episodes because otherwise you'll still be able to get some value out of this, but I guarantee you'll get more value if you go back to the beginning, understand what it is that when we say inspiration age, why does it matter? Why do you need to inspire your audiences? Why do you need to connect with them? And we've been talking about the importance of inspiring your audiences to connect with you with a goal of helping them achieve their objectives. And when you inspire your audiences, when you connect with them, when you help them achieve what they are looking to achieve, you achieve your objectives by default because you have the same foundation. You have the same objectives because you are there serving your audience. It's inspire, connect, achieve. So don't overcomplicate it. And as you know, Everywhere we look, online or offline, there is media. I am the media. You are the media. Your brother is the media. Your sister is the media. Your mom is the media if she's online. Your dad is the media. Maybe your grandparents, maybe even your great grandparents, maybe even your dog. Okay. So you and I have the opportunity to be the media. We can almost launch a blog overnight and become the media. Where do you go for information? What's happening in your local town? What's happening in news? Do you go to Facebook? Do you go to a traditional TV? Do you go to Twitter? I go to all of the above, right? I mostly watch online media when I am looking to know real time what's happening. Okay, so we have an opportunity to become the media in very short time. There are many big media sites like Forbes and Entrepreneur and 
INC and the list goes on that are now reaching out to individual bloggers or small business brands or crowdsourced collaborative type of platforms. And they are wanting to tap into the power and the media reach that these platforms have that have swelled from the ground up. Okay. You have an opportunity as a person, as a human, as a business, as a brand to become the media. You are the media. However, the thing we're going to talk about today is you are the media only if you participate. And right now, as you know, we're in the middle of the Inspiration Age series. I had finished a while back a series on you are the media. So I will make sure that I link to valuable resources. You're going to want to check out both sets of podcast episodes and blog posts. I will link to those in the show notes page for this episode at socialzoomfactor.com slash 177, because this is episode 177. But what we're talking about today is the importance of participation because media is changing. It's no longer about blasting noise in a one to many ecosystem where you can just hop on Twitter, hop on Facebook, hop on LinkedIn, hop on Instagram, and just start blasting auto-scheduling content, okay? Yes, you may see a little bit of pickup, but however, you're probably going to see more social buzz than you're ever going to see social bucks. You're going to see some short-term, what may seem like benefit, uh, what may seem like business because it's exciting when people are liking your content and engaging and commenting and and talking to you. However, what many brands and businesses large and small find is that 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 buzz that they're feeling, that short-term engagement is oftentimes only short-lived if they are only blasting on this one-to-many type of traditional uh, marketing methodologies that we're used to. That's how it used to be, okay? So today we're talking about that, yes, you are the media, but only if you participate. So welcome to the participation age. And this is something we talked about years ago, 15, 20 years ago in corporate marketing. We used to call it the participation age. And media is changing. So we're going to talk about 10 strategies and tips for how you can participate in this social, digital, media ecosystem of today, okay? And this podcast is designed and geared at the people who may be a little bit shy, the people who may be lurkers, the people who may know what to do, but you just haven't been able to figure out that participation factor. You're you're sitting on the edge of your seat and you're watching all these great conversations happening, but you, you haven't had the guts to dive in. So my goal with this podcast today is that you dive in headfirst, that you finally move from the edge of your seat and you're just going to go for it. Okay. So we're going to talk about 10 strategies and tips that are going to help you be more successful at participating if you are already participating and help inspire some of you to just dive in if that's what you need to do. Okay. So let's get started. Tip number one is that bottom line, you need to engage and communicate and interact in a human way. Okay. Engage, communicate, 
interact. You need to serve value. You need to engage. You need to have conversations. You need to connect at a human level with the people that are in your communities. That means you need to talk. That means you need to jump on video. That means you need to reply to tweets. You need to be proactive. You need to not just go to your feed and reply to people that are talking to you. And the more that your community is growing, so let's say you have been engaged and involved online for a number of years. And so you may be like me where you have 200 50,000 or you know less or more people following you on Twitter. My Twitter feed is insane, even with just the people who are talking to me. I could live all day and night just talking to the people who are mentioning my name, who are sharing my content. But if I am only replying to them and saying, thank you for the tweets, thank you for the retweets, thank you for sharing my content, am I really engaging? Like, is that really adding value? It's acknowledging, and I think it's common courtesy to thank some of those people. I can't obviously thank every single person that's sending me a retweet when I'm getting those hundreds of those, literally hundreds, um, if not a thousand of those a day. If I thanked every single person via Twitter that that retweeted my content, shared my content, my feed on Twitter would become completely useless for those that are going to my Twitter feed to find valuable content, okay? So engaging and just thanking people for retweets and shares, I don't believe is really engaging. I mean, engaging in human conversation and a conversation that has value in a conversation that is relevant in a conversation that has context in a conversation that is connecting you with that other human being at the other end of that Twitter profile, of that avatar, of that Facebook profile. Tip number two is that participation does not equal lurking. So if you are one of those people who has been on the edge of your seat and you have been spending the last two to three years, four years, five years lurking, I know some of you are doing this. It's time for you to get off your seat. You need to jump in. Participation does not equal lurking. You cannot be the media if you lurk. You need to participate. You need to become part of the community. You need to be adding value. Enough said, okay? Tip number three, it's time to know your audience and identify your ideal audience, which goes right along with number four, which is do not be afraid to go deep in the niches. The riches are in the niches. And we talked about this on episode 172. We also dove deep into this on a recent Twitter chat. It was October 6th. You can go check out the transcripts at getrealchat.com. And we dove deep into a conversation online via Twitter about the riches being in the niches. And we offered tons of strategies and tips around finding your ideal niche and whether you should narrow your niche. And I will have another podcast that will be coming out on that as well. I introduced the concept in episode 172, but we'll also be talking in a upcoming episode about how to truly identify your niche niches. What are the niches you should be going after? And I offer some tips on that in episode 172, but take the time to know your audience. If you don't know your audience, you need to start there before you're worrying about Twitter video and content strategies and content plans and what you're doing on Facebook and social media dashboards and social listening. You better slow down to speed up and you better go get to know your audience because all of this is for nothing. Who 
are you the media for? If you don't know your audience, you're doing it for nothing. Who are you wanting to be the media for? Who are you wanting to participate? If you don't know where to start with this, go download our audience analysis worksheet, socialzoomfactor.com slash audience. It's based on the Forrester Post methodology, and I guarantee it's going to help you prioritize your audiences today. Okay. Tip number five is to absolutely make sure you are balancing automation with real-time engagement, i.e. be human. Don't over-automate everything on your social profiles. Don't over-automate everything on Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn and Google Plus where it's just auto-posting. It is so obvious when you see brands and you see humans who are doing nothing but auto post. Did you know we can tell on Facebook where that post is coming from? We know if every single post is coming from a social media dashboard, make sure it is not over automating. And by all means, do not send the same content to Facebook that you send to Twitter. Those are two very different audiences. Twitter right now has a 140 character limit. So you want to make sure you are not taking a long Facebook message and you are putting that same content on Twitter. The Twitter community is not going to embrace that the same way that Facebook is going to embrace that. So there's absolutely a balance you can have with automation but you need to understand what's happening in each of those communities and how your audience in each and community in each of those platforms is going to respond to different types of content. And there's certain times a day, certain platforms and differences in the way that you need to engage with the people on each of those uh, platforms and communities. So make sure you are adding the human factor to that and check out some of the recent episodes. I recently did one on how to connect with your social media community community and audiences in a human way in bracing the inspiration age. You're definitely going to want to check that one out. Okay. Before we move into the last five tips here, we need to hear a few words from our sponsors. So give them a listen and I will be right back. Would you like to get your business Zooming Turbo online, but don't know where to start? Is website development not your thing? Check out HostGator.com for all of your hosting needs. They have easy one-click WordPress installs or drag and drop website builders. If you need even more help, their website design, setup, SEO, and even managed services can have you Zooming in no time. We have been hosting our own and client sites at HostGator for years, and I can personally validate that their service by far beats out their competition. With one little tweet, email, or chat conversation, they are there and ready to help you Zoom or resolve any issues that may come up 24-7, 365 days of the year. HostGator has the capacity to grow with you and scale when and how you need them to without headache or costing you a fortune. Check out HostGator.com today and save 30% on new hosting packages with coupon code Zoom or simply go to socialzoomfactor.com slash HostGator. Again, that's social zoomfactor.com slash host gator. Do you ever feel stuck in a rut like your online business and social business isn't all that it could be? The Marketing Nuts Agency helps small businesses clear up to the Fortune 50 brands, provide clarity and vision for current and future programs. The Marketing Nuts believe in ROI-driven decision-making while still inspiring audiences with relevant content. From social business strategy and consultation, influencer marketing, to corporate training and workshops, and fully outsourced digital and social programs. 
The Marketing Nuts helps you prioritize your investment, impact business goals, and inspire your audience to invest in a relationship with you. To start the conversation, visit www.themarketingnutswithaz.com. I'm back. Okay, let's dig into the last five tips on how you are the media, but only if you participate. So we're talking about ways that you can participate and become the media. Tip number six is to truly invest in relationships and to truly authentically invest in a relationship. It takes time, not just retweets. And we talked about that a little bit earlier, but what do you really know about the people that you call friends? I want you to think about that question for a minute. So the people on Facebook in particular that you call quote unquote friends, what do you know about them? Do you know as much about them as your neighbor? Maybe, maybe not. Do you know who they are? Do you know where they live? Do you know what they do for a living? Do you know if they have kids? Do you know where they work? What they want to do? Do you know if they like what they're doing? Do you know if they maybe have a side job? Maybe they have three jobs. Maybe they're trying to just put food on the table. Maybe there's other ways you could be helping them. Do you know if they're happy? Do you know if they're depressed? Do you know what you have in common with them? Maybe it's your spiritual beliefs. Maybe it's your family beliefs. Maybe it's a geographic connection you have. Maybe you've lived somewhere similar to them in the past. I encourage you to get to know your quote unquote friends online. And something that I do is every week I identify three to five people who are friends of mine on Facebook. And what I do is I put them on a certain list and I make sure that I follow them and I get to know them. I read their profiles and I usually identify people I don't know that well. People that if you were to ask me the questions that I just asked you, I would be like, "Mm, I really don't know the answer to that. So what I do is I do the double click on their profile. I look at pictures of their kids. I engage with them more on their Facebook profile. And you know what I have found in doing that? I have been able to connect with people at such a more intimate level and maybe even people that I thought kind of rubbed me weird where I was like, you know, I don't know if I really like that dude. He's kind of all about himself. And then I go and I, I do the double click on their profile and I see all this great work they're doing in their community or that they're involved with certain causes or I see these great photos of them with their kids or the funny things they're complaining about their kids or their spouse. And you start to see the human side of people. So uh, flip that around. Okay. Why am I able to connect with those people? It's because they are taking time to also share themselves. So investing in a relationship is a two-way street. If you only put out content that is the highlight reel of your life and business, you know, if you're only putting out the best of the best content, people are maybe not going to ever get to know the real you. When you invite people and you take them along on your journey, they're going to learn more about you and you're going to be able to share the ups and the downs. And then when you want to share a celebration, something great that happened in your business or in your life, your community, your friends, those people who have you have built authentic relationships with, they are going to celebrate with you. Why? Because they helped build you. They were there for those beginnings stages. So I encourage you to invest in real human relationships, invest in the people in your communities and do, like I said, pick 
two people a week if that's all you have time for. But it has been really eye-opening and heart-opening for me to connect with some of these new people. And this is something I just started a little while back. So I'm going to probably do a post on that pretty soon and share some stories of some of the people I've gotten to know better so people can learn from that. Tip number seven is to make sure you share your best stuff. And I don't need to, to go too deep on this. I talk about this all the time, but you can only truly participate as part of the media if you're sharing good stuff. If you are sharing the same blog content, the same definitions, the same blah, 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 that everybody else is sharing, what value is that offering? And that's why you do not see me a lot of times always talk about and podcast about and blog post about all the latest features on every single social network. Do you want to know why I don't do that? Because number one, my platform isn't really designed for that. We are launching some platforms that will provide more of that content later um, where it's more of a news type of site. However, right now there's enough other platforms that are doing that. I don't need to duplicate content that's already out there. I try to make sure that I am providing unique value, unique resources, and a unique perspective with my opinions, with my thoughts, with my experiences, and adding my own perspective to every piece of content I put out there. I share the best stuff that I possibly can with you. I share with you how we are growing our business, how we are growing our agency, how we help our clients grow our agency. I share with you what I know works for me and the businesses we work with. So I hope that that brings you value. Find ways that you can share your best content to do the same with your community, with your ideal customer, with your audiences and your community. Tip number eight is, this is again for you lurkers. So even before maybe you have launched or really nurtured and are leading your own community, I truly suggest that you participate in other people's community. And this is something I talk about a lot. We do a lot of training on this. It's about the OPC. Not to be confused with the OPP, you know me, baby, but the OPC is other people's content and other people's community, okay? So if you have not launched your own community, you can join an existing tweet chat. I give you invitations all the time on this podcast for you to join us on Get Real Chat, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Don't know what a Twitter chat is? Go check out getrealchat.com. You'll learn everything you need to learn. I have Twitter videos there for you. I have videos to teach you how to do a tweet chat. I have blog posts. We have podcasts and the list goes on. Join a tweet chat, host a tweet chat, join a blab or Periscope or Meerkat. There are tons of these platforms popping up that you can be a semi lurker, but you can start to engage. So there's a platform called Blab, which a lot of folks are really liking. I haven't had time to really dig into it because we are very busy with our agency and clients and I just don't have time to sit on those platforms all day. My clients probably wouldn't appreciate it if I was doing that right now, but there's a lot of people that really like them and they're able to get on and it's kind of a Brady Bunch style of display and you know, four people can be on there at one time and they can come in and out really easily. So you could pop onto video and come out of lurking, right? You can go on there, share two cents and then go off. Uh, same thing with Periscope and with Meerkat and with all these platforms, you can just stay in the comments if you want to. You don't even have to get on video, but you're still at least participating. It's a good first step. If you're not willing and ready to go head first, you can kind of put that toe in, then put that leg into the water and then and then take a dive in, okay? You can host a hangout and then look at other collaboration events that are happening. There's webinars that are happening that are real time. There's all types of chats and different things you can discover online. So even if you're not leading 
creating your own community, go and look for communities in your industry or niche that you can participate in and learn and get your confidence up. Tip number nine is to remember that it's not all about you. So even if you are, whether you're leading your own community or whether you're joining another community, there's nothing worse than somebody hopping into a conversation that's already happening and just being all about yourself saying, hi guys, this is Pam. Come check me out at themarketingnuts.com. If you need some social media, you know, here's my link. Do not do that. It drives people crazy. If you want to destruct your brand literally instantaneously behave like that on one of these platforms. Okay. Go pop into a tweet chat and say, Hey, come check me out. Come buy my services. Everybody on that tweet chat is immediately going to write you off as self-serving. Okay. You need to make sure that you are incorporating giving first. If you don't know what I'm talking about, if you want to learn more about this, go read Gary Vaynerchuk's book, which is jab, 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 right hook. He covers it perfectly in that book. And I'll put a link to that at the show notes page of this episode, but it is not all about you. Make everything you're doing about your audience. Why should your audience give a rip about anything that you're doing? answer the question of why. Everything that you're saying, everything that you are tweeting, everything that you are blogging about, everything you put into a podcast, why should anybody care that that piece of content, that that conversation even exists? All right, answer that question. And the last but not least, tip number 10, is to identify simple ways that you can participate on a daily basis. So you don't need to go boil the ocean, start in the backyard, you know, small lake or pond, okay? What are some simple tactical yet strategic ways that you can participate on a daily basis? Maybe you start out in the morning on Twitter. Maybe you jump onto a tweet chat once or twice a week. Maybe you're doing a Twitter video, which we talked about in episode. 176 on how to incorporate Twitter video into your social media and marketing strategies. Okay. There's some easy ways that you can participate. Snapchat is a comfortable way for some people. However, if you don't have a following on social, it's probably going to be like talking to yourself until you get your following built on Snapchat. So there may be some different platforms that are better for you than Snapchat, even though a lot of people like Snapchat. But then when you look at how many people you talk to them about how many people are following them, there are not very many people. And you can see the number of times your videos and and pictures are your stories are getting viewed. So you really need to make sure you're looking at the ROI of your time, even when it's only little pieces of time. So that's why I say it needs to be both strategic and tactical, but find those simple ways that you can participate. And remember, perfection is the enemy of good. Embrace imperfect perfection. So there you have it in a nutshell. I gave you 10 tips to be the media by participating. Okay, welcome to the participation age. I hope that this content was helpful for you today. I hope that you're able to implement these strategies and tips immediately. I thank you for hanging out with me on the Social Zoom Factor podcast. That's a wrap. If you're ready to Zoom your business and Zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor.